Are you ready to witness greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation. Let's go! Different day, same recipe. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is... Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No. Oh, welcome in. It's the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM Podcast. We'll have Jared Smith, FSR lead betting analyst, in just a minute. Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. New users. Download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. All right, as promised, we've got Jared Smith, Mr. Betting Analyst himself. You know, Jared, let's start with this. I am a stickler for one thing as far as grammar slash formatting. Super Bowl <laughs> is two words. No exceptions. None. And the reason I bring this up is because, well, we're ramping up towards Super Bowl 57. But the other thing is, is I'm looking at BetMGM. They have money line as two words. And I'm like, I've always spelled it as one word. So as adamant as I am that Super Bowl is two words, I need some clarification on how many words money line is. What do you say? It's two words. Money and line. I I I've, I've, I see two words when I look at Investopedia's definition, which I just looked up right now because I wanted to make sure I didn't sound like a like an idiot because it's never really been something. You clearly have a much stronger attention oh. to detail than me, Brian. That is not something that I even ever considered to be um, part of the equation. But I've been I've been publicly shamed in my high school journalism class before for getting Super Bowl wrong and making yeah. it one word. Well, good. And from that point on, my inner child never again. I've never misspelled it since. I am proud of whoever called you out on that because <laughs> my I, journalist I, teacher. <laughs> it's like all these other college bowl games. Who spells Rose Bowl as one word, Mm-mm, or Orange yeah. Orange Bowl as one word, Sugar Bowl one word? I could go on and on. Nobody, no one does it. It's just the Super Bowl. It's the biggest game we got. Why? Why is it one? Word? It's crazy to me. Crazy, but you know, I got to make a change if money line is two words. I just, I always thought it was one. I, uh, is there a like? Are, are you training for a spell for a gambling spelling bee that we no. need to be aware of? <laughs> no, I just as adamant as I've been about Super Bowl, <laughs> it'd be hilarious if I was totally screwing up money grammar line. nerd, Brian. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. known grammar nerd. By the way, how about this, Jared? Because if we, you know, dip our beaks into the uh, the shallow waters of Super Bowl Fifty Seven, we'll get knee deep uh, next week for sure. But uh, a good beak dipping here, if you will. Like, you're on the Chiefs as of right now. The one thing I was looking at, combining our money line conversation with a potential bet, you could do at BetMGM money line and total points. Now, hear me out on this. I would only go with this if the point total was really high and you're looking at the under, or it's really, really low and you're looking at the over. So, for instance, one that caught my eye, Jared, you like the Chiefs. Chiefs and under 60 and a half. Wow. Total points is plus 160. So, I mean, if you like the Chiefs to win the game and you don't think there are going to be more than 60 points scored, you get at plus 160. If you like the Chiefs, again, that's a pretty good bet. For the Eagles, Eagles and under 
60 and a half is at plus 130. You mm. get plus money that way if, uh, if you like the Eagles. That might be a good way to go. Yeah, I mean, I think the there's a lot of talk about the pace, what the pace of this game will be, and the Eagles running game clearly being the pace setter. And we saw it front and center. Now, you can't compare the Niners' offense to what we're going to see with the Chiefs, but you you saw how fast-moving and just how uneventful that game was for the Eagles' offense. They just kind of handed it off and ran, ran the clock and milked the clock dry, and then Jalen Hurts really didn't do much. And all of a sudden, you know, Philly in the fourth quarter is just, you know, bleeding the clock dry. So if that's the vibe in this game, Philly gets off. So I, I think it's I, I think if, if the under hits, I think Philly's the right side. Because to me that means that they're in control of the clock and they're they're managing the pace of the game. I think the over game favors the Chiefs a little bit more because it's you know, Patrick Mahomes doing his thing and Kansas City has to and Philadelphia has to match with Jalen Hurts. So I think who wins the game to me, the game script should dictate what total you like over or under. No, I hear you on that. And I guess you, you could dive into this because it obviously has a lot to do with the game, also the prop bet market. Patrick Mahomes. So what we saw in the AFC Championship game, it was both. Like He was affected by his ankle injury, there's no doubt, yet he still made multiple special plays in spite of that injury. And so you think about two weeks in between Championship Sunday and Super Bowl Sunday, how much healthier is he? And in turn, how much does that affect the the prop bet market where if you look at Mahomes, his rushing total is out at BetMGM. It's 19.5 yards. His long is at 11.5. Now what we saw against the Bengals, he was barely under it was eight and a half he finished with eight rushing yards the bulk of it on that final rush to set up the winning field goal but what's your first uh your first thought of Mahomes over under 19 and a half rushing yards yeah I think on one leg um he, he was the best quarterback of the weekend which is pretty remarkable right um I, I think that specific prop I would lean to the over anytime it's a big game um I always favor the quarterback rushing yard props I think those props always have value in the big games. Hopefully, it's actually funny. I saw a, a, a reminder about this today from a, from one of my friends on social media, but a couple years ago when he was in the Super Bowl against the Niners, and he had the rushing prop over, and then he took three knees to end the game, and he ended oh, up going under. And since then, brutal. the rules have changed. That's now a team loss. So that's not going to happen this time. No, I, you, so I thought, thought it counted put, against individuals too, yeah. no? That was no, one of the doesn't. biggest beats ever. One of the worst beats ever in, in, in NFL history. They actually did one of the refunds for that. Uh, a lot of the sports books did. Um, but, yeah, I think the game script tells me he's going to be on the move because of what the Eagles defensive line is able to do and, and how much pressure they can generate. And, and also, he will be two weeks healthier. And I think three weeks from the ankle injury, it's fair to say he won't be 100%, but, but he'll be significantly healthier than he was in the game against the Bengals. Yeah, because I know that's the deal in college, it's so weird in college football where sack yardage counts against the quarterback's rushing total yeah. individually, which is Hate insane. That. But the, the the kneel downs don't count against a college quarterback's individual rushing total. I don't think that's changed in the NFL. I still think if you kneel on the ball, that counts against your individual yeah, no, you rushing are right. total. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So it's still, okay, it's still there. So we still could get screwed by that. (laughs) How how brutal would that be if you took the Mahomes over rushing yardage and you get screwed by a couple of kneel downs at the end of the game? My guess is the books would refund everybody. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe. It's just it's been something that, and I hate the refund culture that we live in today. But the books do it for marketing because they know you're gonna just spend the money on something else. Right. So it doesn't. It's really no skin on the off their back, and it's good marketing. It's good publicity. So, yeah, I think if that happened, just like last time, there would be a massive bad beat karma refund issued. Now, before we get to your uh, sack bet insight over here, Jared, I want to get to something a little broader. How about the overall betting strategy for Super Bowl 57? As we're recording this a little less than a week and a half away from the big game, uh, what are you thinking of as you're you're starting to make some picks? Yeah, I I think this is the one game where I throw a lot of my other strategies out the window, so to say, whereas... In the NFL, I try to keep things as as tight to the vest as possible because I think it's the toughest market to beat, and that makes me want to bet less into it in terms of the volume of the wagers that I make. In the Super Bowl, I kind of feel the opposite. I'd rather decrease the amount I'm making on each wager and bet on more things because it's A, the last game, B, it's a spectacle, it's an entertainment event, and it's fun. And I, I think... There's a lot of you know sharps and, and people that, that really do this for a living that will disagree with this, and that's fair. They're, they bet for a living. Most of our audience does not. Um, I'd say all of our audience probably does not. So if you're just sitting down and you're watching this game, I am totally fine with you saying instead of betting one unit on three props in this game, I'm going to bet you know point two units on 20 props. And I think that's a very fun and fair strategy for this specific game. The side in total, the market is as sharp as it's been all year. You're not going to find much of an edge there. If you're making a wager on the side in the total, don't increase your wagering amount because it's the last game. Bet it like it's just any other regular game side and total wise. I'm putting two units on the Chiefs. It's about an average size bet for me. And then I'm going to split up a bunch of littler bets, smaller bets on props that I like. One of them being the, the, the sack bet that you just mentioned. We should. I'm thinking about this as you laid that out. Maybe we should do for our Saturday show prop bet bingo cards. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, if you've got... Goodness, what would it be? Or announcer a, bingo card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> On a bingo Some card. Some of the storylines that we're going to hear talked about a lot this week. I can You'd have to have, you. what, 24? Uh, because you get the free space in the middle. You have to have yeah. 24 total bets. I like it. And then you just play bingo, see how many lines across and why. Yeah, we could get something crazy like that going on. Okay, how about this? I'm completely against your insight on this one, Jared. I just want to preface it. As far as the sack bet total goes, <laughs> you're on KC. Why are you on the Chiefs on this one? Well, first of all, I'm getting plus money. And if there's one thing I've learned about these bets is the juice always gets you in the end and you could go five and four on prop bets but you could Mm -hmm. actually finish down money because Mm -hmm. you just the juice they're minus 120 they're minus 130 whatever they are and if you lose enough of them the juice eventually catches up with you so I always like to try to limit the amount of juice that I lay on prop bets unless it's just some absurd angle that is is I don't want to say sure thing but for most of the prop bets that I like to wager on I don't like to risk a lot of juice so when I was looking at this line I was like oh the Chiefs plus money had the most sacks Let's look deeper and let's see, because the public narrative, you're right. It's the Eagles are the sack team. They lead the NFL in sacks. They have the most sacks in the postseason. I understand all of those things are going against me. But Kansas City actually has the second lowest quarterback sack percentage in the NFL, just behind mm-hmm. the Bucks. Mahomes gets sacked very few times. He's one of the toughest quarterbacks to sack. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts is not 
actually. The Eagles outside the top 20 in that category. Um, Jalen Hurts is being sacked on average about 4% more per snap than Patrick Mahomes. And the pressure to sack ratio, which we've talked about before, that is how much pressure you absorb as a quarterback before taking a sack. Patrick Mahomes is the best in the NFL at, in this category in terms of he is the best quarterback in the league at avoiding a sack. He has the lowest pressure to sack ratio in the NFL at 10.5%. Jalen Hurts has the sixth highest at 21.5%. When he does feel the pressure, Jalen Hurts tends to take the sack a lot more on average than Patrick Mahomes. And then, of course, we get Andy Reid scheming this ankle injury, just like he did last week, Hmm. planning on getting the ball out quicker because he knows Mahomes is not fully mobile. So all of those things combined, plus the price at plus money, I think leads to a really good bet here. Hmm. Interesting. You made a better case than I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> Do I ever not make a good case? No, no, no. It's, I it always sounds, bring the facts. That sounded just like a complete cheap shot. It's not. It's that I didn't think there was as good of a case to be made for the side that you're on. That's what I really mean. I'm not saying uh, you normally bring weak insight. to. The, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying... Uh, yeah, it sounds good. I just go back to, man, you look at the two offensive lines. Philly's offensive line is the best in the NFL. They are magnificent. And although Chris Jones and Frank Clark ate last week against the Bengals, that's against an offensive line down three starters, you know? And you're not going to see that from Philadelphia. So I have a hard time seeing the Chiefs out sacking. I don't know if that's the way to do that, sure. out sacking the Eagles, because, man, you've got four dudes that have double-digit sacks. You've got Hassan Reddick, has got 16, tied for second in the NFL. You've got three other guys with 11 apiece. That's sure. a ton. So, But I do like what you're saying as far as scheming it up, and I wonder, maybe you start to peek at the completions for Mahomes yeah. at 24 and a half. Like you said, Jarrett, going to be a lot of quick, short stuff, maybe thrown to the running backs. You saw Isaiah Pacheco get involved in the passing game, and he hasn't been a big weapon as far as a receiver out of the backfield. So maybe he gets to 25 completions in that game. I love that prop. I mean, I love that prop last week. And just, so the pass block win rate numbers, the Chiefs are actually first in the NFL. The, the, the Eagles are they're 12. I think the Eagles are a better run blocking offensive line and I think the Chiefs are a very underrated pass blocking offensive line and I think that's why the market is telling us what it is with this bet and that's why the Eagles are such a big favorite with the Mahomes completions that's the way I see the game playing out I see the game playing out very much as if Patrick Mahomes is the running game controlling the running game with the short passing game Mm. and that's what controls the tempo of the game now on the other side it's the Eagles defense is going to have to bow their necks they're going to have a very tough task and on Saturday, we absolutely will dive into, and I'm fascinated to get Rich's take on this because I know Rich is going to have a strong opinion on this offensive line scheme that Philly runs, which is very unique. And the way that the Niners tried to defend it the other game is, I think, going to give Steve Spagnolo a recipe of what not to do. The Niners did not defend the Eagles in the right way. They, they left the A-gap wide open, and Armstead and Kinlaw played these very wide splits, and the Eagles just ran it right down the Niners' throats. Chris Jones is going to be in the A-gap, and that's not going to happen in this spot. So it's going to be a chess match, and, and I think the Eagles' running game and the Chiefs' passing game are going to be the deciding factors in the tempo in the game script here. By the way, last one. Maybe you'll be on the same side on this one, Jared. Maybe we'll have a kumbaya moment before we get on out of here this week. <laughs> 
I, I was looking at this. It's one of the degenerate but fun prop bets for the Super Bowl that I love. First touchdown scorer, will the jersey number be over or under 11 and a half? Now, yeah, the I way love I these think kind of, of bets for the Super Bowl. Oh, these I are the love kind of bets I'm talking about, by the way, when I say just sprinkle on a bunch of little props and have yeah. fun because these are really fun bets. Now, the way I think of it is initially it's like 11 and a half. Wow, that's really low. Maybe take the under. But then I started thinking about this and I'm looking at the depth charts and the jersey mm-hmm. numbers and all this stuff, Jared. AJ Let's get Brown, deep right? here. We got the tape 11. on the glasses and everything. So you basically, if you take the over, you need a tight end, Mahomes, yeah. or a Philly running back. That, that's basically, mm. unless something crazy or happens. Kelsey, with yeah, it. Kelsey being the guy. I think Kelsey's the guy that bails you out. Well, you get a defensive touchdown or a special teams, but you need a tight yeah. end, right? Either tight end, because they're both very good with Dallas Goddard, Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, or a Philly running back. Think about what screws you. Jalen Hurts, mm. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Juju, and MVS. Any of those, and you're wow. screwed if you take the over. What, what do you think, over or under? It's just straight up, minus 110 on both sides? I Let me look closely, but probably. That would change my if, – if it was, if it was <laughs> over plus money, I would take the over. Again, okay. with these bets – like it's minus 115. Before, minus 115 it, both sides. On both sides. Yeah, yeah then I, I think it's more feel and gut in that case. I, anytime there's a plus money associated to a prop that you can see in your mind. So the way that I view these props, and I, there, there's no science to it. There's no actual way to quantify it. But I like to look at props that have a plus sign next to them, and, I, and then I like to go through the scenario in my crazy head and – I like to see if it's a chance that it's a 50-50 split. Like, can I make equal cases for both sides? Mm -hmm. Just, you know, off the rough estimates in my brain. And if that's the case, I always go to the plus money. Because if it is a coin flip, I always want the plus money in my back pocket with these props. Because like I said, they're just, the juice eventually catches up with you. So the fact that that's minus 115 on both sides makes me want to bet it a little bit less. But I would say over. I I think both tight ends, Kelsey and Goddard, could could have good games here. And I could see Mahomes scoring the first touchdown, and I could absolutely um, – there, I guess there's no receivers on either. That's weird. There's no receivers on either team that have a number above 11. That is very – that's very rare. Not their main ones. Yeah, yeah not their main ones. Right. Yeah, yeah. What about Kenneth Gainwell? 14, right? Yeah, Gainwell could get Nick in there. Gainwell in the end zone. He's had a great couple. Over. Yeah, you're over. Well, we'll save the kumbaya for the show on Saturday, apparently. So I'm going to take the under on this one. I think you get a little bit better odds. A little, it's close. It really is. It's basically a coin flip, but I think it's a little better on the under. But kumbaya on Saturday morning as we ramp up toward Super Bowl Sunday. Also, we'll have some fun. A lot of NFL stuff. Tom Brady retires, right? The coaching carousel. Maybe a little bit on the Pro Bowl weekend for fun. NFL awards will be unveiled uh, this weekend. So a lot of stuff to get to. Join us. Countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. It's on Fox Sports Radio. We'll have Rich Ornberger, the Penn State All-American. Jared Smith will be with us. I'm Brian No, I'll be there as well. So 9 a.m. until noon Eastern time this Saturday on FSR. Join us. Earn a $50 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $50 bonus. BetMGM, the king of sports books. All right, I want to welcome in Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from CrackWins.com. As we start to look a little bit into Super Bowl 57, a little more than a, a week away, 
crack this. Uh, you got in early on Philly. I don't know if you have an alert on your phone like the line is out. The line is out. You can fire away right now, but you fired away on Philly plus money. The line has moved quite a bit. So what do you think about all this line movement as we take baby steps toward Super Bowl Sunday? You know, we have we have sports books out here, a sports book out here that controls the market on most sports. And even though it's a big sport sporting event, biggest one of the year actually in the States, the Super Bowl, Circa opened up – by the way – I think one of the other sports books, like William Hill opened up first, which shocked me. So, like, William Hill opened up first and, and, and like, Pick'em. And a couple of sports books actually opened Pick'em then. But then, literally in the next three minutes, Circa opened up minus two and a half on Kansas City, which shocked me. Uh, after looking at Philadelphia and Kansas City's games on Sunday, normally that's the way it works when they put up lines. You want to, you're going to put up a line that is going to attract attract attention by from those particular games. So from those particular games, Philadelphia looked great. Kansas City looked like they you know just barely won. A lot of penalties, a lot of you know stuff that that really uh, makes you quite scratch your head. But they put up two and a half. Immediately, I went right to my app and tried to bet the plus two and a half, and I just missed it by a hair. I got plus one and a half on Philadelphia. In the next 30 minutes, Philadelphia turned around and was a two and a half point favorite. So literally moved five points that mm-hmm. game in, in, in you know 30 minutes, I'll say it moved. And um, I just knew, even if I didn't want that bet, it was going to be a good mathematical bet. But I do want the bet. I, I, I think I like Philly in the game, but... It scares me when I walk around town here. I did another show this morning, and, and I asked the guys that were running the sports book of the, of the casino I was in, they're getting 90% Philly money. So wow. 90% Philly money shows me that that's the, the public side right now. I'll be interested to know what Jason from BetMGM says by the time we get on air. Um, I'm hoping we get him on this week to see which way the line's going, what's going on this week. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we will. Um, I see this line settling around one, uh, Philadelphia minus one. It's one and a half now, pretty much painted everywhere. I think this line will settle around one. Uh, Believe it or not, the sharp guys that I know are betting Kansas City props over and really betting a lot of Kansas City stuff. So um, that kind of concerns me for my bet. So we'll we'll see what happens by game time. Um, Also, the over got hit two days ago by a syndicate group moved it to 51 at the sharper sports books 50 and a half on a lot of them 51 pretty much the same uh i actually lean over on the on the first half of kansas city chief their their team total for the first half which i've seen around 12 and a half i think kansas city's going to come out and come out with a game plan the game scheme that they're going to score some points in the first half so i kind of like the over 12 and a half there um, I bet it multiple times yesterday. I bet I actually bet it over eleven and a half. Then I bet it over twelve and a half. And you kind of think, well, it's kind of the same thing. Well, the games really don't land twelve, but you never know. With all the extra points they've been missing in the NFL, uh, you know, next thing I know, I, I'll be involved in one that I miss an extra point and I get two field goals and it lands on twelve. But um, that 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 could happen too. But I, I like the over twelve and a half. I think it's still a safe bet to make. It's widely available now. I'm seeing in the first half. I see this game closing around. Uh, the 51, maybe getting some under money at game time. And that's when I plan to bet most of my props because I'm going to have a lot of unders. I plan to let the public come in, bet their 25, 50, 100 dollars, kind of move up the line in volume. And I like to come in and scoop the unders. As you see, the last couple of weeks, it's been really good for the unders. Um, I've shared it on our text train, uh, our text, our text, uh, you know, a uh, little tweets back and forth and, um, 
just to show you guys what I'm, what I'm on and what I'm doing. And I don't know. You guys don't say nothing back to me. So what I'm thinking maybe <laughs> is that you guys don't really uh, appreciate it. So you guys, you guys might be on your own for the Super Bowl. I'm trying to decide <laughs> if I'm going to let you in on this year's Super Bowl props or not. It's fun. Our text chain, it's like I read every one. Yeah. And I don't respond to okay. uh, even half of them, you know what I mean? Because it becomes this long, long thing. So, yeah, yeah no, I read everything, though, Craig. But how about yeah. this, though? Talking about the prop bets, you mentioned that your sharp guys are on some of the overs with Mahomes. And She's one that catches my me, eye. Brian. I know, I know. But think about it this way, Craig. One that catches my eye is his completion prop is at 24 and a half. Now, think about how this game is most likely going to play out. We know about Philly's pass rush. They're fantastic. They've got four players that have double-digit sacks this season. They have Hassan Reddick, who was second in the NFL with 16 sacks. So if you think about Mahomes, who still has a gimpy ankle, I think you're going to see a lot of the same stuff you saw against the Bengals, which is short, quick, precise passes. And I think that completion uh, total just starts to pile up, pile up, pile up. Of course, you know anything can happen. Mahomes, I, I don't know, he could get injured, but mo- what's more likely is if the Chiefs had a lead, maybe they run the ball a little bit more. I still like him to get to 25 completions against the Eagles. They're not going to be airing it out or anything. I think it's going to be a lot of precise short stuff. What do you think about that? You know, I, I said it on air with the, on our Sunday countdown, the kickoff show last week. I said, you know, my prop guy, one of my prop guys that, I mean, that I get information from, he liked the over on Mahomes, and he, he he did. He won him pretty easy on over everything. So, uh, sure enough, this week he just gave me gave me over Mahomes thirteen and a half rushing yards minus a dollar thirty. I bet it, and um, just think about that type of bet. Now, normally it's more. I understand, but God, I I, I don't see them drawing up plays where they're going to run, but because you don't want to get them hurt. But then again, they, they did last week, so who knows? I don't, I, I don't, I, I, I more see winning that bet where him scrambling to find someone open and wind up rushing for three yards here, four yards here. I, I more see winning the bet towards that. He also likes the over on, which I did not bet for myself, over 288 on uh, yards by Mahomes. I, I didn't bet it. But then again, these are guys that I deal with that are some of the sharpest guys in the world. And sure enough, he 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 liked that over, and I guess I probably got to go with him. But I'm I'm going to be rooting for him, like I always say. With certain <laughs> bets you guys make, I'm rooting for you. Um, I, I I just find it interesting that that we're going to have these type of bets. Oh, I, I'm not used to overs. I'm used to unders, unders, and I'll have again the unders will be pushed up in volume. So the the sports books will be forced to move the lines up a little more. Let's say like like Kelsey rushing yards, or I mean Kelsey receiving yards. You know. 85 and a half where normally it's 78 and a half so they may push it up because they have so much money on the over uh matter of fact i I can't even believe kelsey's actually a favorite you have to lay money if you're gonna bet will kelsey get a touchdown yes or no you have to lay money on the yes i don't remember a football player ever maybe i could be wrong last year on the rams i i i could be wrong their wide receiver he 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 might have been over on on that uh, also but uh, you have to lay money on, on a yes. It's unusual. It's so hard to get a touchdown. It's only – just think about it. The line's 51. What they're saying is going to be six touchdowns and a few field goals. It's only going to be six touchdowns. So, but, and, and they're an underdog in the game. So where are they going to get three, two, maybe two? I mean, two, three. So, you, you know, it, 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 the, the no's are good bets on a lot of them. They have yes-no props a lot of the books. I like betting the no's on a lot of those guys to score a touchdown. I wasn't on Travis Kelsey last week. 
But how gross was that where the number, depending on when you got it, was 78 and a half, his receiving 78 yards. and a half, correct. That's he had right. 78. 78. And toward the end of the game crack, he dropped one of the easiest completions he could have in his life. Yeah. It was just this little tiny, you know, three-yard pass. He's normally sure-handed. He started to run before he had it. He dropped it, never got another ball. He ended on yep. 78. So the hook got you if you had the over on that. That's, That's just right. gross. That's right. That's rough. That's exactly right. Yeah, and you know what? After I bet, I bet that I bet that under seventy eight and a half, and it went down to seventy two and a half right after that. So I can't advise people betting that six yards difference. And sure enough, it would it would have made not only not not like a push to make it a winner that I get into a loser that you guys get. I can't do that to people. So, uh, but by the way, I did see eighty one and a half under twenty and eighty and a half also. So yeah. and that's what I'm looking for that number to rise more towards game time to bet unders on stuff like that. It might even be more. He's a marquee player like that. And everyone's betting over on him. So everyone's betting Kelsey over it. They just love betting stuff like that. And and it's a dangerous bet. I, I may not even have that under when it comes to, you know, more towards game time. I may not because I, I always think those underneath passes to a guy like, like Kelsey will beat me. I, I thought so last week even, but I was wrong. So um, I, I shouldn't say I was wrong. I actually won the bet. But um, in, interesting enough. Uh, a lot of these guys, like I said, a lot of these guys uh, this this week, you're going to see the lines move up on them. I'm like, A.G. Brown, 73 and a half now. That, towards game time, should go up. You'll, you'll, you'll see that go up. Kelsey's up to 79 and a half. And, again, that should go up by game time. There's a lot of uh, a lot of these guys. Devontae Smith, there's a lot of these guys' will, lines will probably go up because people are betting in volume, like I said, the little 25 50s, and $100. They add up to so much money that the book's like, wow, we got one-way action here of, of five figures. We have to get some money back the other way. So the, the yeah. guy like me will come in and scoop up the unders on game time. Let me get your opinion on this, Crack, because it reminds me of last week. You were on the Philly running back, Miles Sanders. You were on his under attempts, 13 and a half. Yeah. And it's the same number for the Super Bowl. But if we look back to Championship Sunday for the Eagles against the 49ers, the, the Eagles rushed it 44 times. And it was split up between like four main guys. But you had Miles Sanders got 11 carries. Kenneth Gainwell had 14 carries. That's insane. But as you look forward to the Super Bowl, do you think it's going to be more of that running back by committee? Or do you think that Miles Sanders gets the bulk of the carries and you don't see as much as far as carries from Miles Sanders or Boston Scott? Sanders is lined around 58 and a half. Gainwell's around 19 and a half. You did see more work out of Gainwell. But yet this week, I, I actually already bet – one of the unders I bet because I don't think people will be looking at this too much and I want to scoop it up before someone else gets it. I actually bet Gainwell under five and a half carries. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that saying that his yards is going to go under, but I bet under five and a half carries on him. I actually bet under Boston Scott to under three and a half. Uh, I don't even know if he'll have any carries, but uh, as long as he's in the game, that that's that means he's, he's you know it, it counts. So his yards are only seven and a half. So. Uh, I, I bet under on both of them. You're right. Gainwell may get may, – sure may well get in there and, uh, and and be the guy they, they go to a little bit more like last week. But, yeah, even though they go to him a little more, last week I actually won the under – I don't know if it was 13 and a half or something, but it's 13 and a half this week I'm looking at mm-hmm. the lines right now. So you you are uh, – you, you have valid points there. So they, they may go to this backup more. Um, they may not – they may draw up some – some pretty good schemes and 
Um, you know, I, I was talking to him, uh, my, my buddy Warren Sharp, who does a great write-up for Super Bowl, and he was actually saying about how Kansas City uh, gives up the run. Like they're not as good versus the run as, as other teams that Philly have, has played. So um, we're, we're going to see what's going to happen here. I hope that's not the case, though, this particular first half because I don't need – you know, the more passing plays, the better for me because I'm betting over on – I bet over already on uh, Kansas City team total first half. Right. I just think it's hilarious where if you're on the under some insanely low line, you know what I mean? Let's just say it's Boston Scott and whatever sure. his rushing yardage is. It's like sure. nine and a half or wherever it is depending on where you got it. But yeah, <laughs> like – if Boston Scott is in the game and it's like second down, you're oh, like, man. oh no, oh no, this is, oh, don't give it to him, don't give it to him. <laughs> I always just think that's hilarious. I get a lot of entertainment value out of that, even if I don't have a dime on one of these guys. Right. For, but yeah, it, you saw it last week. Isaiah Pacheco, the Chiefs running back, he's not used in the passing game very often. But he was used a couple of times last week against the Bengals. One time, very early in the game, he had his over on like the first drive. They hit him on a screen pass out of the backfield. So, yeah, sometimes it can blow up right away. I I want a prop on that. I I want a prop on him. I I send it to all you guys. I just don't remember exactly what it was, but I I, I want a prop on him under. Um, But I was – I thought I lost it. And I got paid, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I went and looked, and I realized that the the prop itself was actually under 51 and a half. And Mm. I I, I definitely want his rushing yards, which won. And I thought it was the receiving yard. So I thought he – I would have bet my money I lost. I thought he – I constantly seen him with the ball in that game for some reason. (laughs) So I thought I lost, and I won. It was actually pretty good. That's another thing. See, this is not a – it is a business to me. So when I'm, I don't check till the game's over. I, I can't root for each guy, but I yeah. did know about Kelsey seven. He was on seventy eight <laughs> because someone texted me and said he's on seventy eight. You know, another 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 catch. We're done. And I thought they were going to get the ball back. Matter of fact, if it goes to overtime, which oh, it very done. well could have. Yeah, you're. Cooked. I probably have a healthy five-figure swing of win-loss, which would have been lost because of all the unders I had. So guys like me do not like overtime. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Oh, God, that. So, I would have lost so many things. Oh, I would have man. lost Chase Chase under, which I had, I think, 70. He, he had 78. I had under 87 and a half. I, w- I, I would have lost. I, I could have lost everyone. Literally yeah. every single under I had, I could have lost with overtime. You need to send Joseph Osai a Christmas card with the late hit out of bounds right? and preventing right. overtime. That guy. Yeah, that yeah. was very nice for you. How about one quick one before we get out of here, Crack? Sure. You're on the under combined punts. I like this bet. Under seven and a half. Yeah. You ran it in the AFC title game. That was an easy win. Uh, why do you like it in Philly, KC? Yeah, um, I, I'm thinking that these teams are both going to be on, from my sources here, are both going to be on the field a lot, moving the ball around, gaining many. And by the way, the over first downs may be a good bet there too, just to let you know. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I'm looking for a certain number, which I'm not going to reveal yet. Uh, over first downs I'm going to be looking for. But but that also correlates with the under punts. So, um Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to see what's going to happen here. It's actually a good bet. Usually under punts is, is, has been a good bet lifetime for me. Yeah, no, that could be a good bet on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll have much more for you. As again, we take baby steps towards Super Bowl Sunday, where it's obviously not this weekend, but we'll talk about it. 
And then we'll talk about it next week on the day of the game. Be sure to check out the new looking features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love. Whether it's live betting, the Daily Lions Boost, or the Cash Out feature, new users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. So it's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. That's this Sunday, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. Myself, Brian No, we'll have a lot of fun and get you set for Super Bowl Sunday in the not-too-distant future. And a lot of stuff around the league as well. Tom Brady retires, the coaching carousel, a lot of stuff to get in on. So definitely check us out. 10 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday. We'll catch you then.